gentlemen. And now for our hosts for tonight of May Haps in the month of May, we have our dual graduates. <clears throat> Drum roll, please. Dara Hello, America. We are so glad to be back with you guys. Let's do it for old time's sake. Three, two, one. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Mayhaps. What's up, Mayhaps? What's up, America? We um, are here. It hasn't been very long since we've seen you. Just about two years. So Two years, give or take. Give or take a few years <laughs> with that. But we're back, and that's what matters, because you can't keep us down. We're like a weed. You, you pull us out, we grow we right grow back. Right back. <laughs> like, um, a pretty, like a pretty weed that and has use. I will say, the past two years, it's been um, hard to go away from the fame, because everyone that you meet <laughs> asks you, when will Mayhaps be back? Because fans love this show. We get it. We love yeah, the show as no, well, we and that's why we wanted to deliver and be back with you guys today. And we have delivered, and we are delivering we right are now. currently delivering. Praise the Lord. We mm-hmm. are here, and we are back. So to all you fans who relentlessly <laughs> hammered us and bugged us. Relentlessly. Keyword. Keyword relentlessly. Um, here we are. You're welcome, and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, we do have a special announcement. Mm-hmm. You may have noticed a third individual on our podcast you may have noticed that we did not introduce ourselves if anyone is confused by that okay you may notice many strange noises in the background and the sound of a mouth full of spaghetti that is chewing hardcore loving to make extra noises now let us tell you it's a beautiful sight seeing that full 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 very full mouth very blessed with food um anyways this individual we shouldn't dual announce her i would say drum roll please (laughs) Mariah Hansen! Woo! All right. Anyway, stop hammering that. Mariah Hansen is our first guest to have <laughs> an appearance on this show. So, what she will be doing throughout the show is she will be making background noises. <laughs> and you will get the pleasure of guessing what those noises are. Um, whoever wins gets the honor of winning. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> There is another purpose to these noises, and that is <laughs> every time a noise is made, it is supposed to mean something. So you know how in radio shows, in video shows, there'll be like there'll be laugh tracks and there'll be clap tracks and there'll be mm-hmm. like the chimes that do things, and they all happen to like accentuate certain parts of the radio show, you know. Oh. And put exclamation points on things. And that is Mariah's task tonight. And it is your task to figure out both what the sounds are, how they are made, and what they are accentuating. For instance, maybe Dara says something very wise. What sound marks the wisdom? Okay? Maybe I say something very loud. <laughs> what, what sound marks the volume? Do you understand what we're saying? Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying. Whew! So we're here. Mariah, did you even say anything... Well, um, I announced you. 
she did. She did. Give us a shout. Give a shout to the camera. Hi, camera. There you go. Stop slurping spaghetti, please. <laughs> this is a, a this professional is a atmosphere, show. and we would like she to do that way. She understands that. Um, but yeah, perhaps we just since we're back, since it's been such a long time, we thought it would be best to give you just a brief update on our lives going forward from here. We're not going to spend a ton of time talking about ourselves. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Maybe one minute per. One minute per. Um, and then we want to actually add in a lot of serious topics because there are a lot of things going on in the world right now um, that we'd like to discuss and to bring any research that we found into this discussion that we'll have so we can enlighten you guys and so that we can also learn more. Um, so we'll be talking about different things regarding the Bible. We'll be talking about different things regarding politics and the culture and the world and exciting events and just everything that's going on. So you, we have some, some fun episodes coming up, some very informative episodes coming up. But first, we wanted to just give you a little highlight of some big things that have happened in our lives the past two years because a lot of time has happened um since we last were with you guys and a lot of growth has happened and so Cass you you started off you always just do give that. some highlights you always do that <laughs> <laughs> nice. um well let's see two years ago was 2020 20. mm-hmm. in October was the last time we filmed I believe so October or was it October perhaps. of 2019 no 2020 because it was after okay so it's been it's, it hasn't even been two years Wow, year and a half, I guess. Um, Since then, uh, some big things. I turned 21 and then 22, so that happened. Um, I got a baby named my niece. Um, She's the love of my life. Um, My sister got married. That doesn't really have anything to do with you. I graduated college, have been working for the past year and a half. That's been big. I have a piano studio now, and... I'm starting some businesses and working in some businesses and wow I have a new car his name is cube and he has mood lighting built in uh, I have a new laptop I have a new haircut which I didn't realize was new um, but I guess that it is I have a new fish his name is Tim Tim he's a beta and he has been alive in my care since August 16th 2021 um, I have a new outlook on life, a mature one. Dara, mm-hmm. please back me up. Yep, yep, we've definitely Thank um, you. matured a lot. Um, I don't know. I probably just made that up. But still still same old cast, still doing a lot of things, still not doing a lot of things and living our lives. Thank you, everyone. And I'm going to pass the mic now to Dara Weisbrot. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I like my theme song. That's it. The last year and a half, I guess. What are some things? Well, some big things. I went to Ireland and danced at the World Championships of Irish Dance. That was a big accomplishment for my life. That was a long-term goal. So praise the Lord that it got to happen. Ireland is absolutely amazing. So it was nice to go and experience um, my culture and. What else? I graduated college. I okay. <laughs> I started an internship and completed the internship and then just started another new internship. Okay. I got, um, I've had multiple haircuts, but my most recent one was 
last Wednesday at like midnight, I decided to chop off a lot of my hair. So most people, most of our friends have not seen my new haircut recently. So she looks good. It'll knock your socks off. I look off. like a mom. Thank you very much. So yet three days ago, a little boy thought we were 17. Yeah. We are not um, 17. We are not 17. In fact, um, we are much older than that. What else? La- yeah. Uh, let me rephrase that. <laughs> last year was a very growing year. There were a lot of challenges last year regarding health and just different different things. So last year I definitely grew a lot in my prayer life and my faith. So that was hard in the moment. But looking back, I see God's goodness and faithfulness through it all. So um, there's just been a lot of growth. A lot of growth. And now growth. Cass and I are both... And a new season of life she's been in for the past year. I just entered into it, the season of being out of college and entering the workforce and living as adults. Because you are an adult in college, but there's just, there's a college culture and environment that even if you're not fully, like, living on campus and part of it, even if you're on campus doesn't mean you're necessarily part of it. But to some extent, everyone that goes to college is part of it. So when you exit college and you enter the workforce it's it's just a different outlook you just think about things differently so just a lot of growth a lot of growth these past few years yeah definitely some hard things some really great things um but god has been faithful through it all and we've seen god's goodness and here we are back at it back at it what's up we both kind of marked last year as a year of challenges yeah there are a lot of challenges yeah trial time last year and then this year has been a lot better and not that any year is bad because Mm -hmm. we are god's children we're going to heaven i mean literally there's no downside but some things are harder than others but this year has been a lot um, better and we're very optimistic about this year and i feel Mm -hmm. like it's going to be continue to be a really great year I agree. I definitely agree. And I think we're seeing a lot of that, not just even in our own lives, which we are by God's grace, seeing that in our own lives, but we're seeing that in the world around us. Like a lot of the COVID stuff has died down and um, Roe v. Wade, Lord willing, hopefully, prayerfully, will be overturned very soon. Um, We are just, you know, I feel like a lot of things come to light about the world's a lot of dark things that are now being exposed yeah and we see that in ephesians when darkness is exposed light can be manifested so mm-hmm. i think that's very encouraging and it's not something to um allow christians to just feel free to um chillax and lay back and be like no oh, great. Like, righteousness is being restored in these areas so let's just relax no this is a time to still remain steadfast in prayer and to fight even harder in prayer and to be spreading the gospel more like the gospel is urgent and constant and we need to continue to be diligent in that because even if there are places where righteousness is being restored like praise the lord for that but whether righteousness is, is restored or whether um the world is in a really tough place does not change our mission and change the fact that our lives is our lives on this earth are very short and we're not here to just have fun and enjoy it we're here to glorify god and when you are glorifying god then you'll have fun and you'll enjoy it even in the hard times you'll be content so amen yeah amen Mm -hmm. oh um 
Yeah, there's a lot to expand on on that. Do you yeah, want to we could talk dive for into hours on that, but we or um, on anything really. Yeah, a lot of different <laughs> things. So, um, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, Mariah. Noodles. We'll call her noodles for noodles. the rest of the time. If we say noodles, Thanks, you noodle. know who we're talking to. Um, that could be the name of my next fish. Oh, another life update. Accidentally, my friend's fish died in my care. Yeah. Anyways, we're diving in. So Dara and I had on our hearts to talk about the story of the Good Samaritan. Because that's something that, well, I've been thinking about a lot. And I feel like you've been thinking about things at least along those lines. And mm-hmm. we've thought about a lot of things. But yeah. um, we are going to read for you the Good Samaritan parable. And then kind of talk about what we were talking about earlier on on our own time, not on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Um, I can start. We're going to go ahead and just read it. So for anyone listening, it's Luke Um, chapter 10 verses 25 through 37 so it says and behold a certain lawyer stood up and tested him saying teacher what shall i do to inherit eternal life he said to him what is written in the law what is your reading of it so he answered and said you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself and he said to him you have answered rightly do this and you will live but he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Cassie, you want to take it away? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend... When I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And it continues, um, the man, the lawyer says, he showed, he who showed mercy on him. And then Jesus replied, go and do likewise. So that's the entire, yeah, that's the entire parable that Jesus taught to this lawyer who was questioning him. And what Dara and I had in our heads about this was how does this apply to our lives today? And a lot of what we've talked about in the church, as far as the Good Samaritan goes, like help your neighbor, help people around you. Like Mm -hmm. if you see a homeless person, don't just say, oh, I don't want to go near them. Like give them a sandwich or some money or whatever you're convicted to do in the moment or at least pray for them. Like that sort of thing. Um, But something that I've been thinking about a lot is the church especially the Western church and what we do with all the resources that we have, because we have so many, so many blessings. We have so many um, financial resources, material resources, like cars and buildings and people and all kinds of things. And we lack for nothing. We really, really lack for nothing. Yet you see people in other cultures and even in this culture 
who lack so many things and who don't know Jesus, or they do know Jesus, but they're persecuted daily. I mean, in like North Korea and China and India and so many places, believers who would literally just to sit down and talk like we are or put a podcast on like we are, they would be dragged out of their homes. They could be tortured and beaten. They could be sexually abused. They could be thrown in prisons. They could be killed. And like so many horrific things could happen to them for just following Christ, for doing things that we're doing right now. So you have our brothers and sisters who are suffering. And then you have also just people in this country who are suffering, people who are being sex trafficked every single day, like every day, I mean, every year currently at any given time in the United States, there are 300,000 people sex trafficked, which is a lot. Like if you let that number sink in, we have just over 300 million people in the United States. So 300,000 is a very significant portion of the population. And that's how many people are being tormented every single day and just living lives of agony. And I think about that and like Dara and I have discussed that. And that's like a really, really heavy topic that nobody really talks about. Um, Just all the suffering and all the things going on in the world. And yet we have so many blessings and what are we doing with them? So what we were kind of talking about was like, the Good Samaritan and how that applies to that. So, Dara, do you have anything to say? I've, I've been talking a long time. Um, <clears throat> well, I feel like it's so easy when you read the Good Samaritan story to think in your head, like, oh, yeah, like, if someone was there on the side of the road, like, I would do what I could to help them. But I feel like so often in our lives it's not even such a big thing like that such a drastic thing like it's so many little things like someone needing your help um down the street or maybe it's a sibling that needs your help with something um or a neighbor and maybe it's it's not um some huge thing maybe it's like your neighbor down the street needs help mowing the lawn maybe it's someone needs a ride somewhere or maybe someone just needs a friend to talk to and you have to like sit there and talk to them um but all of it requires time it requires time and action and that can be something that's really hard to give up it's easy to write a check and to give money um depending if of course if you have the money for some people it it and some seasons of life it may be more difficult but it can be very hard to say with your time oh i'm gonna give up this time and help this person And it's not always difficult because you just don't feel like it. It may be difficult because you're so busy, you have other good things going on, or maybe you have work that's going on, or all these other things that come up. Um, In our culture here in the West, we tend to busy ourselves. We are very, very busy people. And I personally believe that busyness is a good thing. Now, I think you have to distinguish what you're filling that busyness with I think there can be worthwhile things like I think we should be always working and then have the one day of rest where you're focused on the Lord but I think we could always do more than we actually think we can I think a lot of it is mental and mental game um so I I tend to think people have more ability to expand their capacity than they do but you need to be careful because 
busyness is not always good. It can distract you from eternal matters and from actually helping people like Jesus calls us to do. So when you're busy in your schedule and figuring out how you're going to spend your time, I it's important to make sure that you're spending your time how the Lord calls you. And then also to not allow the things of this world um, to, to hold you back from helping those that are around you. So, I don't know. That's my thoughts. Yeah, I think kind of to add to that, I would say busyness for the sake of busyness is never a good thing. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't just be like, oh, I have five minutes for you. Oh, my goodness, why am I not committed to something right now? Like, right. I think that um, a more a more productive way of looking at it is is just that, making every moment productive. Because in every moment, you're either growing or you're dying. You're either furthering the kingdom of God or you're not. You're either like thinking on good things or Mm -hmm. you're not like in your everyday what do you do you wake up and you do your work and you might see like your family or your friends or something and you go to sleep and some days you're not going to have like some big moment where you get to preach the gospel to a bunch of people or you get to like go on some fancy missions trip or whatever but even in those mundane tasks like there is so much value in every single thing you do like it says in um galatian no ephesians ephesians 6 to work as to the lord and not to men mm-hmm. like every single action we take is for the lord so in that way we can take every thought captive and every action captive and dedicate it to god so being busy just sort of comes out of that i would think because if you're taking every thought and every action captive, you're going to be doing things for the Lord. And maybe one of those things is like doing your normal job, or maybe one of those things is like helping a a homeless shelter or something that Christians in our culture do. But maybe that's just, like you said, spending time with a friend, but just make sure it's purposeful Mm -hmm. and it's not just a distraction from what you're supposed to be doing. Yep. Um, So how that all ties into the Good Samaritan is we're supposed to be helping people and we're supposed to be helping each other. And I think that in the United States, especially, and in Western, in the Western church, um, we could do a lot more to, to help other people, but we oftentimes just get very, very distracted. But it's all those faithful servants who like start ministries and who donate to causes and give their time to causes if you look at the good samaritan he did both so he paid for the guys Mm -hmm. um he paid for his inn and then he also took the time he gave his own resources by putting them on his own animal and then he took the time to bring him over there to bind up his wounds and heal him up so he he did all of the possible ways you could help he helped so i think that us applying that to our own lives like for some of us it might be taking that time and saying you know what no I'm not going to go out with my friends tonight I'm going to go help with this whatever it might be or I'm going to spend time in prayer praying for these people or doing something like that for some people it might be I know that I'm gifted in working really hard and making money and I need to grow this business or I need to 
work my job and do a really excellent job with that so that I can fund those people who are going and giving their time. Like every single person in the body of Christ has a mission. Mm-hmm. So you got to figure out what's your mission to help other people. Because that's really why we're here. We're here to fear God and keep his commandments. What does he tell us to do? He says to love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. In reverse order, actually. Excuse me. But that's why we're here. We're not here to have fun. We're not here to do what we want to do. We're not here to pursue our dreams. We're not here to pursue our passions. We're here to do what God tells us to do. And if we're walking correctly, our dreams and passions will be what God wants us to do. Um, and we'll, I mean, that'll be the desires of our hearts and God will give us those desires because our hearts are aligned with the heart of our Father and what He wants in our lives. So, bottom line, work really hard to help other people. And remember that church is not just on Sundays. We meet together on Sundays, but you live out God's calling for you every single day. So you don't just go to a service, get your fill of the Lord in, and then go and just spend the rest of the week focused on yourself. Like, every moment should be focused on the Lord and on helping His people. Um, And... Hold your plans loosely. Cass has um, always told me throughout my college time, which was something that was really helpful, was about praying and reading your Bible. And I think this can also apply to helping people that if you trust the Lord and trust Him, you will be able to get it all done. I think it's easy to be concerned, like, oh, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, like, how am I supposed to get all my homework done and have time to pray and read my Bible? I don't have time to pray and read my Bible because of my school, so I just need to put that to the side. The Lord will understand. I'll just do all my school. But I believe that if you really trust the Lord, then if you put the Lord first, you pray and read your Bible, then you'll still have that time to get all that stuff done and the Lord will help you make a way to accomplishment, accomplish all of it. That doesn't necessarily mean that you go and spend like four hours reading your Bible and then only give yourself 30 minutes to do like 10, a 10 page essay and say, oh yeah, God will just help me do this. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe that'll happen. But I do believe that it is important for us to put the Lord first and to fight for praying and reading our Bible and for helping people. So I would just say all of that hold your plans loosely like if people come up and they're like I I I'm going through this really hard time can you really help me um can you bring me encouragement in this moment and point me back to the Lord like don't don't let the things of this world like oh I have to turn in this work assignment like it's due tonight don't let that hold you back from helping that person like help that person and ask that the Lord will help you get all of the work done, but put kingdom matters first. And that doesn't mean that not doing work is not a kingdom matter. Like that's also a kingdom matter, like doing the work set out before you that God has given you, working hard and producing excellence. That's very, very important as Christians. We are supposed to work hard in all that we do. So all that to say, all that to say, keep your eyes on the Lord, fulfill the mission that he's laid out before you and help people because there are so many people that are desperately in need of help, desperately in need. And the more you focus on other people, not to the, not to the extent that like, 
you're not focusing on your family or you're like not eating food or whatever but like the more you focus on other people and your own problems kind of go away a little bit yeah and don't seem quite as big Mm -hmm. and i think that's what um knowing things that are going on around you that helps to fight those selfish urges Mm -hmm. like to just have self-pity and do like the whole self-care thing May I say that I think the whole self-care movement is a load of baloney and has no place in anyone's life whatsoever. Why do I say that? Not because you shouldn't care for yourself. I mean, look at the Proverbs 31 woman. She was clothed with nice clothes, like robes of purple or something like that. But she was very diligent in her work, and that wasn't her main focus. Yeah, she took care of herself. Why do you take care of yourself? So that... You, you can take... continue doing work and right. helping other people. <laughs> exactly. So you don't want to be arrogant and like, oh, I just, I don't need anything. Like, I can handle it. I can just slog through it. Like, that gets into self-focusedness again because you're mm-hmm. depriving yourself of the things that God designed you to have. But just focusing on other people, helping other people, not being so self-obsessed is really um, yeah, the moral. I think mm-hmm. the moral of a lot of things. No? We got a double. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, wow. okay, you guys guess what May that have is. Chew on that one. <laughs> Try and figure that yeah, one out. Chew on that solid for a long, long time. Oh, there's a lot. Ugh, there's so much. There's literally like the next <laughs> few months. There's so much we want to talk about. Um, just so many different hot topics that are going on in our world and also i think we'll probably be starting to bring on guests soon that like we've have, said before like we've said before <laughs> but this time we're actually going to go through with it and we'll bring on guests who have certain um certain experiences in different areas and expertise in different areas yes. and i think that would be really cool and we have some people on mind already do we? We do. Yes, we. <laughs> well, I do in my mind. So. Yeah, we do. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it'll be. We have some good things coming up for you guys because we have been. Mm-hmm. There's just so much. There's so much. Honestly, Cass and I really should just go on a road trip and put on the Mayhaps recording. Um, There's a sneak peek of the next few months for you guys. <laughs> Month long Mayhaps. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Because um, we talk a lot about a lot of different things so we wanted to keep today kind of short since we're just coming back but i think Cass had another thing that she wanted to bring up well i um it was kind of by accident Mm -hmm. but right after the good samaritan story in luke is the martha and mary story Mm -hmm. so i think that's a good word of warning especially to people like me and dara who are like you gotta be busy all the time yeah like you don't want to be a martha the whole premise of why we're here is fear god and keep his commandments Mm -hmm. so if you have a moment where you're not working you're still working for the lord if you're using that time wisely like mary and martha if you don't know the story there's two sisters and martha invites jesus to come into the house and then mary is sitting there talking with jesus fellowshipping enjoying that she's in the presence of the lord in flesh Mm -hmm. and just soaking up that incredible moment and martha is doing housework and things and she's like mary what are you doing get over here and help me why are you not working and jesus is like hey mary mary enjoy this time right now where you have me because this is not going to last for very long 
and he kind of admonishes her um, to not be so duty bound, mm-hmm. so judgmental of Mary, a few things like that. So don't be duty bound, but be purposeful. Yeah. Every single thought and every single action should be dedicated to the Lord, which that means that a lot of thoughts and actions are outlawed. That means your speech has to be clean. That means mm-hmm. your your clothing has to be modest. That means your thoughts have to be pure. That means that everything has to be dedicated to the Lord. So take that very, very seriously. And then good things will come out of that. But Yeah, don't be duty-bound. That's something no. that is very easy to fall into, to the um, mindset of feeling bad if you're not working every second. You have to be productive. You should seek to be productive and then take your one day of rest, focus on the Lord. Um, But being productive can come in many different forms. It can mean sitting down for 30 minutes and reading a book. It can mean making sure that you're getting lots and lots of sleep or enough sleep so that you have enough energy throughout the day. It can mean taking 30 minutes and eating a good meal so that you can get back to work and actually have the nourishment to keep going so um also being productive can sometimes mean like taking an hour out and hanging out with your nieces and nephews instead of just cleaning your kitchen or your living room or things like that so being productive isn't always what our culture would say work is sometimes that means different things so be productive not duty bound but productive and even on your one day of rest, that is being productive. Your yeah. entire life is supposed to be productive. Mm-hmm. We're here to be productive. But focusing on the Lord, and also we should be focusing on the Lord every minute of every day, whether in the right. forefront of our minds or whether in the back of our mind. Like a lot of times when I'm working, if it's not something that's like I have to think about and focus on, like if I'm working with my hands or something, I'll be like, man, this is terrible. I do not want to be doing this hard labor. And then I think, you know what? This is actually amazing because the Lord has given me this work to do. And I'm going to be cheerful through it. And I'm going to just sing my song or smile my smile. This is great. I love it. What a blessing this work is. As I'm like getting my nails dirty and like (laughs) scraping up my legs. (laughs) Or whatever it might be. Like, every single thing is dedicated to the Lord, whether that's resting or whether that's being productive. It's not like you think about the Lord one day and then six days of the week you're like, okay, I'm working now, now I'm not thinking about the Lord. Like, every single second dedicated to the Lord. Um, yeah. But that goes into diligence. So the important thing is being diligent with your stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be hasty with things. So for you college kids... Who Dara and I, we used to be college kids. We get it. Mm-hmm. And I think a good example of hastiness in the college arena would be waiting to the last second to write a paper and yep. then trying to cram it all in whatever space. Mm-hmm. That would be hasty. And you're going to make mistakes. You're going to get a little more tired. That's not a sustainable way of um, living. Mm-hmm. If you always cram things to the last second and then you're hasty. Or if you put it on the converse and you say you have, like, I don't know, a trip you want to go on or something. And you, like, get everything done in two seconds that you can go hang out with your friends or go on this trip or do whatever. But you don't put your full effort into it. That's being hasty. But scripture says that the plans of 
or he who is hasty will come to poverty, I think is the verse. Let me look it up real quick. Um, yeah, we'll see. But if you are diligent, that is not hasty, but it's not lazy. It's definitely not lazy. It's keeping things paced and consistent. And maybe your pace is 100 miles an hour. Maybe your pace is 20 miles an hour. It depends on what the measure is that God has given you. So find out that measure and do your best in your fullest Mm-hmm. with everything that you do but for all those that are leaving college or are just finishing college for the semester and are going into a new season of summertime because that is different than the fall or the spring semester um life looks different and so you have to figure out your schedule so that's why we kind of bring up diligence because we are in that season of figuring out what's our schedule going to look like how are <laughs> we going to spend our time what does diligence even look like um So, I know for me, growing up, this is something I think about a lot. My mom would always tell me that it is much easier to spend 10 minutes tidying up your room every single day rather than just putting it off and waiting till the last day and it takes you two hours because it's gotten so messy. Mm -hmm. So, if you diligently do it every single day, then um, it'll, it'll be very beneficial to you. Or like, for example, working out. If you want to get really fit, you have to be diligent. You have to work out every single day. And you don't have to work out for three hours every single day. If you work out for maybe an hour or 45 minutes every single day, then you'll get fit. But if you don't work out ever, and then let's say you have like a competition or a Spartan race coming up, and (laughs) you decide you're like, oh, I actually wanted to do wellness, so I'm going to spend five hours the day before working out well that's it's not going to get you ready you can't just do that all in one day so diligently every day getting ready for it would be very beneficial for you so that comes in so many different forms like it can be in your work it can be in your schoolwork. it could be in keeping your house well kept it can be in working out it can be in eating healthy it can be in just so many different things memorizing scripture yeah if you try to memorize it all at once it's going to be very difficult, but if you memorize a little bit every single day, that will lead you to success. Um, there's just so many different things that indulgence is very important. And Proverbs talks about diligence being a man's precious possession. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really important to remember that, like, the Bible clearly tells us, like, diligence is a good thing. Let's do it. And it can be hard because it's so easy to procrastinate or to get bogged down in other things. Diligence is very hard because it takes discipline. You have to be disciplined to do the same things over and over again. But it truly is a man's precious possession, and it will benefit you so, so much. To read a couple of verses about diligence, we have Proverbs 10.4. Proverbs, by the way, read your daily proverb, people, because that'll give you all kinds of nuggets of wisdom that'll carry you right through your day. Um, Proverbs 10, 4, he becometh poor that dealeth, this is King James, he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but the hand of the diligent maketh rich. So don't have a slack hand. Don't have a slack hand. Don't be lazy. Um, and then Proverbs twelve twenty four: the hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be put under tribute so i think the new king james says the hand of the diligent will rule but the slothful will be put 
um, to forced labor. So be diligent and don't be slothful and you'll rule. Like you, diligence is something that is always rewarded if you just keep at something and keep at something and keep at something. Like um, for the past year, I've been helping to start and grow a couple of businesses. And one thing that I've learned and that I was just saying to um, someone the other day is, you know what? The key to business is tenacity. And I'm 22. I don't know if I know the key to business, but like in my short life and my short experiences with business, I think that that is something that I have learned. And if you look at all these different um, like entrepreneurs and these huge companies, they all started from like literally nothing. Like Walmart, the the guy who started Walmart, he had like a tiny little shop and he had I don't know, produce and random things, like things you'd find in a Walmart, but way scaled down. And he had, I think it was investors coming one day. And he, it was a horrible day for them to come. And his shop was not in the best of shape. He had been like all busy or something. I don't know. He had watermelon out on the, like on the street, like for people to see in their displays. And the watermelons were like splitting because of the heat. Like things just looked really bad. And that was like a failure for him, but he was tenacious and he kept at it and he learned from those mistakes. He learned how to improve and like not to have a shop look like that and all these things. And now look at Walmart today. And there's so many stories like that. Um, but that all come, came out of diligence and um, just staying tenacious with things. So stay tenacious, people. Stay tenacious. Stay tenacious in the work that you have set before you. As Galatians 6, 6, 9 says, let us not weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we do not faint. And how do we not faint? We wait on the Lord, and we do what he says. And we'll rise up with wings as eagles, and we'll run and not grow weary, and we'll walk and not grow, say it with me, America, faint. faint. Thank you. Thank you, Mariah. Mariah. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. That's something, that's another thing we were talking about is waiting on the Lord. That's a big topic, but that's a topic for another time. It, yeah, because we are funny. running out of time. We are way out of time, like way a million out times of time. out of time. Stay diligent. Work hard. Do your work for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Help other people, even at the sacrifice of your own comfort. You hearing that, people? Did you write that down? Write that down, America. Because let me tell you this. We're not supposed to be comfortable in this world. No way, no how, no place, no nothing. This is not where we are meant to be comfortable. If we love the world, we hate God. And if the world loves us, you better watch out because you're doing something wrong because the world's not going to love people who follow Christ. The world hated Christ. The world's going to hate us. Mm -hmm. So don't try to be comfortable. Do not try to be comfortable here. Do not try to seek your pleasures here. Don't make a bucket list. Make a list of ways you can serve the Lord and grow closer to him and prepare for heaven, people. Anyways. Hearing that, people. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many things. Mariah, you got anything to spew out here to the crowds? Okay. Okay. (laughs) She is doing some acrobatics. She just did a backflip. What? Is that an alligator? What are you doing? Just kidding. She's totally not doing anything crazy. Well, mayhaps it was good to see you guys again. Yeah. And we will leave you off with this. You guys look young as ever. You look great. I like your fresh new do that you have. So We're not talking about the stuff on the grass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. (laughs) It's a little late. 
it's not late. that late. Um, it's not that late. Anyways, we'll be back at you soon. So if you have any questions, hit us up on all of our telephones that we yeah. have. But make sure you call because we have a no texting policy yeah call us um, call us as of this moment and if and you have any um, suggestions moment. on topics that you'd like us to discuss or um people that you'd like to have on the show or people that you'd like us to discuss or just kidding <laughs> don't gossip we won't do that we Come won't gossip on. judge not unless you be judge for <laughs> judging judge you will <laughs> be, be judged judge. that's in the scriptures all right Oh, oh, please oh, don't. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we are going to leave you now, mayhaps. And we had a pleasure talking to you guys. Yes, we did. Mariah. Oh, Thank you, Mariah. For this being is what we do. Show. We say, are you ready? Mariah, we say, are you ready? She's and then they say, it. mayhaps. Okay, we'll so, let Mariah have the pleasure of being the mayhaps girl tonight. So I was going to tell her to ask us if we're oh. ready. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> It's just to ask us if we're ready. Are you ready? Oh, that oh. was intense. Are, okay. you, are you ready? Wait, wait, wait. Try it one more time. Are you ready? Are you ready? Mayhaps? Mayhaps? <laughs>